Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table. I don't know if this is the first time that you've ever tuned into an episode of Cool Things. However, if it's your first episode or your 480th episode, thank you so much for participating and being part of the audience. I've been doing this show now for almost five years over 400 interviews and almost 500 episodes, and I have learned that success leaves clues. That's sort of the reason I started this show, was having access to interview really interesting entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and other people who are doing really cool things in their careers. You just can't help but come up with an idea, a theory, a nugget, or some sort of information that's going to inspire you along the way. I think I'm a better business person because I have had the opportunity to talk with so many people who are doing these cool things in the world of entrepreneurship. So thank you again for coming along on the journey. So today's show is a follow-up to a blog post that I wrote last week. I wrote a post last week on my blog that was talking about giving referrals. Uh, I, I work in a business where all of my business, for the most part, comes from referrals. I do some outbound reach. Uh, I have some inbound from search engine optimization. But most of my business comes from two categories. Either people have seen me speak uh, and they've been in an association or a corporate audience where I have presented and they turn around and hire me or they refer me to someone who hires me. And then the other category is getting referrals from other speakers uh, who tell their clients about me for the following year. So all of my business, for the most part, comes from word of mouth. And so I wrote this article about uh, giving referrals, and it got uh, some interesting feedback and comments from people. And all of a sudden, somebody was asking me about, well, okay, that's great. You're talking about giving referrals. Uh, Have you done anything on how to get referrals? And so I decided that today's podcast would just be a short little conversation on some ideas around how you can go about getting referrals. And uh, I'm not an expert in this. I wish I could get more referrals. I wish that my phone was ringing off the hook and I was booked like crazy. But when I really look at the success that I've had, most of that success comes from that referral uh, business. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about it because I have sort of five tips that I think uh, really help you get more referrals. And if you're, they're not rocket science, they're easy type things. But in chatting with people over the last week, a lot of people don't do these things. And therefore, I realized that I probably should do a quick, a uh, quick podcast on this because for those of you who are entrepreneurs, especially small business, solopreneurs, people who are really just starting out, This is the lifeblood of your future, and it's something that can be the difference between your business taking off and your business shutting down. When I look back now, gosh, over 10 years ago since I became a professional speaker and corporate trainer, and I look at where did the early, early business come from, it really came from doing the things that are on this list of five. So I'll get to that in just a minute, but first... I've got a new sponsor of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do, and it's another podcast, and I'm really, really excited about this because the Bias Disruption podcast is actually pretty cool because human behavior is a complicated thing, especially when it comes to working and living together. 
Understanding why and how people behave in certain ways in groups is what my friends, Dr. Josh Packard and Megan Bissell, it's what they do for a living. Their podcast, The Bias Disruption, answers questions like, what is the ideal team size? How do company cultures change? And where does innovation come from? If you've ever wondered how to make changes in your business that last, or if you just want to know more about what to do about that one person who slacks off uh, when they're working on your team, this podcast is for you. Megan and Josh use social science, real-world experience, and humor to share useful insights. Plus, they play really nerdy games. So go check out The Bias Disruption. It's a pretty cool show. All right, so today, I, like I said, I wanted to talk about getting referrals. And here's an interesting thing. I've recently joined, I don't like to call it a referral group, but I've recently joined a small organization. It's only got about 20 members. And I've only been a member for about a month. But all of a sudden, it has really got me excited about this whole sort of referral game. So many people have heard of like BNI and other referral groups where you have to show up and give a referral and uh, they track, track everything that's going on. And plus, you have to be there every single week. Those groups don't work for me with my travel schedule. And, and plus, I don't run around locally with the right types of people for some of, of the people who are in those groups. And yet sort of giant networking groups haven't really been as successful for me lately as they have been in the past. And so I was seeking some sort of an organization where I could be around like-minded people who are inspirational, who are doing really cool things in my community where I live, because I'm really focusing on doing more corporate training in Austin, Texas. Uh, in fact, after I finish recording this podcast, I'm going to run over to a law firm and do a 90-minute lunch and learn on presentation skills. Uh, I do a lot of training classes with different types of companies on how to get the team really focused on workplace potential. And I want to do more of that work here in Austin. And so I figure I have to be involved with something. And through a friend of mine, I ran across a group called Business Advisory Professionals. Now, if you happen to live in Austin or even beyond, you really should look at who is a member of this group. Now, I'm not saying you should look at it because you want to join this group. I'm saying it because if you need a great banker, if you need health insurance for your company, if you need... Uh, all types of services, or if you're looking to sell your business and you need a business broker, or maybe you're looking to buy a business and you need a business broker, uh, or you need marketing help, or you need architecture work or interior design, this group is made up of some really dedicated professionals in Austin. And I am so fortunate that I get to be part of it. And additionally, once a quarter, we host a huge networking event with a really great speaker. And so this is something, if you're local uh, and this sounds interesting to you, you should reach out to me because I can maybe get you on the invitation list for these special quarterly events. But you can find out more about Business Advisory Professionals at businessadvisoryprofessionals.com. Uh, we call ourselves BAP. And the funniest thing is, is that Business Advisory Professionals is the longest URL I've ever been affiliated with. Uh, but it's a great little website. Uh, there's going to be lots of information you can find on their blog there. But the purpose of the group is for these key-minded professionals to be able to help each other grow, to be able to give referrals, to build real friendships in the community that will lead to more business. And I attended a, a meeting and I just was overwhelmed with the, the I don't want to say it in sort of a, a woo-woo way, but I was overwhelmed with the positive souls 
that were in the room. I, I just knew I had to be a part of it. And it's gotten me really excited about giving referrals and then hopefully about getting referrals. And one of the people in the group, a guy by the name of Joe Steck, he wrote a book and his book was called Renewable Referrals, How to Cultivate More Profits. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, because maybe you did it by a search and it was, you know, how to get referrals. And you're like, I need to know how to get referrals. My first recommendation is go buy this book on Amazon, Renewable Referrals, How to Cultivate More Profits. And it's by a guy named Joe Steck, S-T-E-C. And I think there's about five authors of the book, actually. I don't think his name comes up first, but I I found it on Amazon by just Googling Joe Steck, Renewable Referrals. Uh, The book is great because what it does is it was a collaboration from a mastermind group that he was involved with of other marketing consultants. And it focuses on building strategic, a strategic referral network, which is kind of what this BAP group is. But he has been a part of several of these and they collaborated and put this book together. And the central principle of the book is that a strategic partner referral program, it has to be intentional. This means that it should be well thought out as and, and operated as a system, not just so, sort of I'll refer business to you, you refer business to me sort of approach as that sort of doesn't always produce results. Because one of the problems is, is that not everybody in a group is going to be able to have a give and take referral system. It just doesn't work that way. So you need to be able to have real relationships that are built. So referral-based marketing is extremely powerful because the referrals that come in already have that high trust factor from the person who is making that referral because of the partner's recommendation. So that's what business people want to do is you want to build deep relationships. So my first piece of advice before I get to the five tips is go and buy Joe's book. It's really, really awesome. Now, If you're listening to the show and you're thinking, yeah, Tom, okay, blah, 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 you know, giving referrals, getting referrals, it all sounds wonderful, but it hasn't worked for me. Well, it doesn't work for a lot of people, but it has worked for me. And so I sat down and I thought, what are five ways, what are five reasons that we can get to of of how this would work? So I put some thought into this and I'm going to share my five tips for exactly what you need to do if you want to get referrals. So the first tip is, if you want to get referrals, you have to give referrals. Now, I just said a minute ago, not everybody can give a referral to every other person that they know because you just might know not know the right type of people. So it's not just giving referrals, but it's also giving other types of services and support and talking people up in the community. So I often give uh, a give to others by having them as a guest on my podcast and promoting the crap out of it. Uh, so you can, when I say give referrals, it's really just give something, but let's look at giving referrals as, as the number one thing here. I ask people all the time when they ask me this question about, about getting referrals is when's the last time that you gave a referral to somebody that led to that person actually closing a piece of business that brought them money. Think about that for a second. When is the last time that you did that? I know because I track this stuff. I know I do it 10 or 12 times a year. I give, I make, I make connections all the time, but I know that about 10 to 12 times a year, I get other people real legit business. Now, a lot of these people are other professional speakers and I know it because they call me and they tell me, Hey, I got that gig. I'm speaking where you did last year. Thank you so much. I really like your client. So I keep track of it because people come back to me and tell me that that referral led to business. But here's the thing. If you can't remember the last time you gave a real referral, 
Why in the world are you expecting that you're going to get a referral? You have to lead by example. So you have to be out there being a giver. I do a presentation called Give, Gain, Grow. And the give part has to be part of your lifestyle. It can't be something where you're keeping score. It can't be something where you're totally only doing it because you're thinking, well, if I help that person, they'd better help me. No, it doesn't work that way. You've got to be looking at it that the more referrals you put out there into the universe, eventually it's going to turn around and people are going to say, whoa, that person really is out there helping people. I want, I want some of that. How do I get into that person's universe? So you have to make giving a lifestyle. It can't be sort of a, a tit for tat kind of thing that you're doing. And don't overthink who you're helping. Try to help anyone where you can be of service. And so again, I'm, I'm using the word referral, but sometimes it's just how can you help somebody just in a general way to make their business life better or their personal life better? So the first thing is give those referrals and just be a giver in general. The second tip, be active in your community. It goes back to when I was talking about this business advisory professionals group. I was looking for a group of people where I could be active in the community, where I could be connected and engaged with people. Because if you're invisible, if you're the best kept secret, there's no way anybody can refer you business. People have to know who you are and what you do and why you're good at what you do if they're ever going to send you any type of business. And so many people say, well, Tom, I, I just don't like the networking thing. I don't like being involved in the community. I don't, I, I'm too busy. Well, that's awesome. But if you're looking for ways to get inbound referrals, you're going to have to be visible in your community. You're going to have to get out there and get involved and volunteer and show up up because if you don't show up and your competitor shows up and they build the relationship, then when the opportunity comes along, that opportunity is going to go to your competitor. So oftentimes people will look at different networking groups and they'll say, oh, I don't like that group. Too many of my competitors are there. And I ask them, so you want to seed all the possible business from that organization to your competitors. You just want to say here, if there's real business to be had from this networking group, you can have it. I would think if your competitors are there, you should be there twice as much. You should be on the board. You should show up and volunteer even more than they do so that you're the one who rises to the top. And people say, well, that's too much work. Well, that translates to I'd rather let my competitor rise to the top. So if you want to get referrals, you have to show up and be active and be a giving part of your community because being out of sight is being out of mind. And referrals only work if you are top of mind. You're only going to get those inbound referrals if you're top of mind. Tip number three, and there's really a couple of parts to tip number three. You have to, number one, respond quickly. Number two, follow up with the person who actually initiated the referral. And number three, show gratitude to that person who gave you the referral. So I've lumped it all into one uh, take because it's all part of it. So if, if Bobby sends you a referral... You need to call the person he's referred you to right away. If you're not responding fast, he may have given two or three names, or the person may have asked two or three people for, hey, who do you know who has this product or service? So you have to be responsive right away. But responding to the potential client is only part of it. You have to respond back to the person who gave you that referral, and you have to then show them gratitude if you get the business. I am amazed sometimes when I make a referral and nobody ever tells me that business was done. Either the client or the service provider never tells me, neither one of them, that they ever did business together. Now, that doesn't make sense. You have to let the person who instigated that business know that, hey, we got together and it's worked out. And then if someone did make a referral for you, make sure you show gratitude. 
Now, I'm a big believer that you don't have to pay them a commission, you don't have to send them a bottle of wine, but you have to do something that shows just the level of how thankful you are that they thought of you and led something that led to real business. Now, this is more than a text that says THX. Think about that for a second. I actually got a thank you from somebody and all it said was THX. I wasn't even sure what that was about, but I guess they were trying to save on characters that day when they were sending texts. Make sure that you show gratitude appropriately. So I've got two more tips in these five tips on how to get referrals. But first, I've got to thank the other sponsor of this episode. So this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you're going to sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content and growing your audience. Hey, if you want to start a podcast, and I know that some of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So tip number four in how to get referrals is you've got to be really good at what you do. You have to do good work because If you're not the best in your field, somebody else is. You have to be amazing at the job that you do because it is so easy for people to refer you when they say, wow, she was fantastic or he did a great job. Being a good person and being a giver and being nice is important because nobody wants to refer a jerk, even if the jerk does good work. But being nice isn't enough. Showing up isn't enough. You have to do a great job at what you do. So make sure that quality is something that you pay attention to in every single job that you do. As a professional speaker, I am always trying to make sure that I am prepared and that I go in and give everything I can on stage to that audience. Now, am I always great? I like to think the answer is yes, but I always give everything that I have. So I work, you know, it's kind of like an artist. What I do is a little bit subjective. I can speak to an audience of 400 people and most people say, ooh, wow. And there'll be somebody in there who'll be like, I don't like that guy. For whatever reason, they bring their own bias. Uh, I said something that, you know, didn't resonate with their own belief on the topic. And that's fine. You cannot please everybody. But you have to go in and just give it your best effort every single time. Because if you do that, that comes through. When people know that you are 100% dedicated to quality, no matter what your product or your service is, that comes through every single time. So go out there and be really, really good at what you do. Now, sometimes people say, well, how do I know that I'm really good at what I do? Well, when I first became a professional speaker, somebody asked me, my mentor asked me, what do you want someone to say to you after you give a speech? And my ego kicked in a little bit. And I said, I want them to say, that was great. And he said, no, you don't. And I said, yeah, yeah, I do. And he goes, no, you don't. Because somebody saying, oh, great speech doesn't mean that you were great. And I said, well, what do you mean it doesn't mean that? They just said it was great. And he said, yeah, we live in a polite society. So after someone gives a presentation, audience members and the meeting planner always say, great job or great speech. However, the way you know you were great is if you're getting referral business, if you're getting spinoff business, if people are coming up and saying, what else can you do for me? Would that speech work for doctors? Hey, could you come in and speak to a bunch of accountants? You know, does that speech work as a three-hour workshop? Because we're having that in my company. He said, because nobody comes up to somebody who's mediocre and says, what else can you do for me? Or how can we bring that into my business? 
and this is true for everyone. This isn't just true for speakers. This is true for people in every business. If you're doing a great job at what you do, people are going to want more of that. They're going to want more of you. And that's how you know that you're doing a great job. So it's sort of a catch-22. If you're great at what you do, you're going to get referral business. And if you're getting referral business, it means you're great at what you do. So just be dedicated to the quality and give 100% to all of your clients every single time. And number five, the, the last tip on here is you also have to ask for referrals. People don't always think that you need more work, especially if you're really good and you're busy. They think, oh, they're just crushing it. They don't, they don't need my little piece of business that I could refer them to. So if you want to get inbound referrals, find a way to let people know that you appreciate referrals. So I have it on my signature uh, on my email that I appreciate introductions to associations and companies who host meetings. And every now and then someone will say, oh, I saw that on the bottom of your, of your email signature. It reminded me that my wife's company has an annual meeting and you'd be perfect for that. So look for ways to let people know that you're always looking for it. One of the top real estate agents in Austin, Texas, a gentleman by the name of Chad Goldwasser, when you call his voicemail, he says, you know, he's a really upbeat guy and he's really into selling real estate, but he says in his voicemail, and I don't remember exactly the words he uses, but he says in his voicemail, something to the effect that I work in a referral business. If you know somebody who's looking to buy or sell real estate, please send them my way. It's just an extra reminder because you have to be top of mind. So make sure that you ask people to think of you. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you work for a company and you're going to have a team meeting to kick off 2020, I would love to be that speaker. I'm going to ask you to refer me to whoever in that company is the person who plans that. Or if you belong to a national association and they have annual meetings or regional meetings, I would love to have the opportunity to speak to that group. So I'm going to ask you right now, just put me in touch if you can with that person. It's that easy. I realize that almost everyone who listens to the show won't do that. But if one person just heard me ask and they're like, I could make that introduction, that could lead to a piece of business and that would be awesome. So you have to let people know that you're looking for new business. Getting referrals isn't magic. It doesn't only come to, to certain people out there. If you think that your competitors are getting more inbound referrals than you are, how does that make you feel? Think about that for a minute. My competitors are getting more referrals than I am. That makes me feel horrible if I believe that to be true. So therefore, you've got to find out way, figure out what they're doing and find out ways to get some of that inbound business. Reverse engineer what your competitors do. Sometimes when I go in and I work with a company, we'll talk about that and they'll admit that, yeah, my, my, my competitors are getting all the referrals from this little section. And we'll say, okay, let's reverse engineer. What do they do? And you can't solve the problem in five minutes. It might take two or three years. But if you can go do what they do, maybe do something a little different, maybe do it better, all of a sudden they're going to turn around and go, what happened? Many, many years ago, I was a salesperson and I, worked for, I went to work for a company where we were the underdog in the Austin market. And within a year, we were the leading uh, provider of that service. Now, there were only three companies in the country who did what we did. And the company that hired me, I was the only person who lived in Austin. So the other two had people selling in from Houston or Dallas. Well, over the course of the year, because I was local, I was able to be more present and I was able to give referrals to the type of people who could refer business to me. I was more active in the business community. Uh, I always responded quickly and I followed up and I was very grateful to people who helped me sort of launch my sales career in this business. The company was also great at what we did. 
And I was constantly letting people know that I wanted to be that provider for that service. And within a year, we took all the business from the two competitors to the point that one of the competitors called one of my clients who used to be their client and said, what happened? We don't understand. We used to get your business. What happened? And the client said, hmm, they didn't even realize that they had switched all of their business over. And they said, Tom's just here. We just kind of like him. They didn't really have an answer. And then they told me, they're like, hey, you took all the business. You can do that too. So get focused about how do I get referrals and follow those five steps. And maybe a year from now, your competitor will be, hey, what happened? And you can sit there and smile all the way to the bank. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Uh, I like doing this show. If, if you're a fan of the show, please do me a favor. Leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. But more importantly, tell someone about it. Because I'll tell you what, what I've discovered when I talk to people who listen to this show and I say, hey, how'd you find the podcast in the first place? Almost everybody tells me I heard about it from a friend or from my boss or from my mom. So even podcast listeners it's a referral-based game. So do me a favor. Go tell somebody about cool things entrepreneurs do. You can find us on Facebook, Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. You can find us on Twitter, at Cool Podcast. And you can find me at TomSinger.com. That's T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R.com. Or anywhere on social media, I am just Tom Singer, T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R. Thank you so much for joining in on this episode. We're going to be back in a couple of days with a really cool interview. So uh, keep coming back and listening. We've got some good things coming. Go back into the archives. We've had some great interviews, especially in the last couple months, some of the best shows I think we've ever done. Uh, so stay, stay part of our little community. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, go out there today. Try something new for yourself. I believe in try new things. I think it's how we grow. Go out there and try something. And while you're at it, have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>